Well, hello and God bless you. Welcome to BlendCouragesYou.com, where we are here with the word from the Lord to help keep you encouraged to stay on the wall for the Lord. My name is Blend, and as always, I give God praise, glory, and honor for being here with all of you on this episode number 308 of our podcast. Well, BCU family, we have a current event situation that I'd like to talk through. So go ahead and take this time to get your Bibles, your notebooks, something to write with, and settle on in. Blaine encourages you, is coming to you with nation against nation. That's what's coming up next. All right, everyone, we are going to get into our podcast content momentarily. Right now, I'd love to take a few moments to establish protocol. Whether you are a longtime listener or a first time listener, we are so elated and we give God praise for you choosing BlendCouragesYou.com as a source to get your encouragement through the word of God. And if you have not already done so, I'd love for you to consider making our relationship permanent. How do you do that? Well, let's start with where are you listening from today? Are you on the BlendCouragesYou.com site? Perhaps you're on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, PodFriend, Podcast Guru, Player FM, Overcast. There are a myriad of different platforms where BlendCouragesYou.com can be accessed. So whatever that platform is, wherever that is, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. And guess what? That gets you in as a part of the BCU family. Welcome. Hey there, BCU fam. Blend from BlendCouragesYou.com here with your podcast on the go. So what I'm going to talk about today is going to be a bit of a departure from what I normally talk about and how I normally do things. I like to stay away from current events in a lot of cases because I don't always feel that it serves the purpose of this particular platform. All depends on the situation and also I'm one BCU fam that likes to get as many facts available to me as possible and really talk to the Lord about how to present those if I'm going to do such a thing. So let me just disclaim right now that as of this recording, and we are in the beginning of August of 2023, that I don't have all of the information. I am going off of what I have heard so far and what I've read so far because the information that I'm getting is still, uh, I would say, there's still some blanks that need to be filled in. And I want to honor God with what we're going to talk about. So let me lay it out. Now, last week, and again, as of this recording, there was a situation, a huge brawl down in Alabama. And from what I can gather, there was a 
huge riverboat that was attempting to dock. There were some other, I guess, smaller personal boats that were parked in the wrong place, so to speak. The people who were not in the right place were requested to move or leave and did not want to. And that started a brawl where you had people jumping on the co-captain who is an older gentleman and people jumped in to help and there was all sorts of excitement and hurt around this entire situation. And the reason that I bring this up, BCU fam, is not to debate the merits of the situation and to go back as to who's right and who's wrong and what should have happened and how we should feel. I wanted to tie what happened. And this is not the first time these things have happened, but wanted to tie it back to the scriptures. And we're going to go to the book of Matthew. And we're going to go to Matthew chapter 24. And the King James Version of the Bible. And let's start at verse number 3. Matthew chapter 24, starting at verse number 3. And as he, meaning Jesus, sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us, when shall these things be? And what shall be the sign of thy coming and the end of the world? And Jesus answered and said unto him, to them, to them rather, Take heed that no man deceive you, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. Verse 6 says, And ye shall hear wars of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye not be troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. Verse number seven, for nation shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in diverse places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. And the Lord goes on in verse number Nine to say, they shall deliver you up to be afflicted and shall kill you, and ye shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. And then shall many be offended and shall betray one another and shall hate one another. And many false prophets shall rise, my Lord, and shall deceive many. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. 
Elysium, fam, there is hope. Verse 13 says, But he that shall endure to the end, the same shall be saved. And in what Jesus was letting the disciples and obviously all of us know is that when he is ready to come back, we're going to see these things. And we can see really the Bible fulfilling itself day after day as we are watching the news and seeing what's happening. Now, where I'd like to zoom in on VCU fam is verse number seven and just the first part of that verse. And it says, for a nation shall rise against nation. Now, when we look at that and, and think about this in our modern sensibilities, we think about, you know, nations and, and places and they're rising up against one another. And that is very true. When we look at the word nation, the Greek word is ethnos or ethnos, depending on how you'd like to pronounce it, E-T-H-N-O-S. It has uh, a few different meanings. And ethnos or ethnos is where we get our modern American word ethnicity. Now, a few of the definitions of ethnos would be, or ethnos, I'm going to probably go with ethnos, is a group or a multitude of people who are united by kinship, culture, relationship, or traditions. It can be a race of people, people of the same nature, or of the same ancestry. So when we look at the breakdown of nation, while it can be a place, it's also groups of people who share the same traits or culture. And what we see, BCU family, what I saw recently is an example of nation against nation because you have one group of people who shared the same common traits one race of people against another. And what disturbs me on a greater level more than anything else is the hatred, the comments, the celebration of all of the strife that took place in this situation, and not just in this, but in, in anything that happens this way, BCU fam, because the word of God is clear to, to say to us that because iniquity will abound, the love of many will wax cold. And what that means, and I've, I've done a podcast on this before, I'll try to remember to link it, is that because sin, because of, of the hardness of hearts, because people don't care about one another as people, because I, I'm only supposed to care about you if you are a part of the group or if you are, are kin to me or if you are related to me or if we share something in common. I'm only supposed to do that. 
The love of people wax cold. And when love is cold, it doesn't do the right things. When love is cold, it's going to hurt people with the intent or thought that it does not matter, that I'm just doing what I'm supposed to do. It's going to go overboard. It's not just defending oneself. It's going to go overboard. It's going to take revenge. So in this, we can see, BCU fam, that the Lord is soon to come. And I know many of us know that. Some don't believe it. Some have said, well, you know, this is, they've been saying that for years and it hasn't happened. Things are getting worse. They're not getting better, BCU fam. They're not. Um, When we think about the scripture that says, you know, many shall be offended and they'll betray one another and hate one another. We can see that uh, evidently in not just this brawl, but in just pockets of, of news stories and things that we're hearing and seeing on social media, in the news, and what people are actually experiencing and talking about. So I, I say all of this to keep us aware of the fact we don't want to be distracted by the fact that the Lord is coming back. This is a sign of his coming, and also it's a good, I would say, check mark for all of us BCU fam to make sure that we are not caught up in what's here. We're not caught up in the hatred of one another. Now, we have to go by what the scriptures say when it comes to loving people. The Bible does not specify that we love certain people. We only love those who are closest to us or those who we are associated with or those who love us. That's not what the scripture commands the people of God to do. Now, the world is going to do things differently. Those who don't know Christ and the pardoning of their sins, that's what they're going to do. And that's what they're supposed to do until the Lord comes into their hearts and minds and changes that. And such were some of us. Amen. So I'm talking to the people who know Jesus, that we have a responsibility to love everyone. We are not to stereotype or to uh, put our love in a box or to parcel it out to those who we feel are worthy of that love. Now, loving someone, BCU family, is very different from having a relationship with them. Now, we're not going to have a relationship with everyone that we love. And when I say relationship, I'm talking friendship, you know, talking everyday things like that. In our speech, in our actions, people that we don't know, that we're not acquainted with, that are different from us, that look different from us, that speak a different language, that have a different skin tone, whatever it is, we're commanded by the scriptures to love them. So love is an action word. So if that person is in need, if that person needs prayer, if they need to hear about Jesus, if they need to be encouraged, whatever it is, as the Lord is moving upon our hearts, our job is to love them and not to say, well, because you and I look different from one another, I I can't love you. I've got to reserve my love for those 
who look like me. I've got to give special or preferential treatment to those who look like me. That's not what the scripture says. As a matter of fact, that's opposite because that's what's called a respecter of persons. And James talks about that, that that's not supposed to be who we are. We're not to be respecter of persons because God created everyone in his own image. Now, everyone is not going to be like Christ. Everyone is not going to accept him. And certainly they're not going to imitate him. They're not going to because we're born in sin. We're shaped into iniquity. And it's really up to us to, to heed the call of Jesus on our lives so that we can become more Christ-like. Not everyone is going to accept Jesus. Not everyone is going to, to declare him to be king of king and lord of lords. And some will do so uh, in, a, in a false way and their actions will betray them for who they really are. So all I'm saying here, BCU fam, is that we want to really go before the Lord, and I'm talking about myself included, and ensure that we are walking upright before the Lord, that we are loving everyone, that we are not speaking or behaving in a way that we exclude anyone from the love that God has freely given us. And that we stay out of conversations and ideologies that perpetuate this hate that the Lord said is going to be in this world. I, I cannot, with the help of the Lord, get into these conversations and condone people mistreating and hating one another because of their ethnos because of their ethnicity, because of their identification. That is not what God has called us to do. It's not what he's called us to do. It's not going to be popular. It's not going to win us a lot of friends. <laughs> As a matter of fact, people may turn up their noses and walk away and say what it is that they're saying. As long as we are doing what God has told us to do, we endure to the end that we don't give in to what we just read that we will be saved and you know bcu fam i let me let me say this that i am not here to say that injustices should not be uh, righted i'm certainly not saying that people should not defend themselves if they find themselves in a position where someone is attacking them i'm not saying that we're not supposed to assist if we see someone in distress and we can help them, certainly not saying that at all. Um, what I am, and, and certainly God knows everything and he sees everything and what's not right uh, needs to be corrected. And we have to, of course, be guided by the Lord as to how that correction is. I find that when we take matters into our own hands, that when we avenge ourselves, uh, we go overboard. And that's why it's important for us to have a prayer life. It's important for us to acknowledge God in all of our ways so that we know what to do, what to say, and how to act so that God is pleased in everything that we are doing. So I don't want you all to take this thought process as, oh, you're supposed to just, you know, let somebody beat you up and we're not supposed to help. That's, that's not it at all. 
we have to check our motives and our intention behind what we're doing, behind what we're saying, and be sure that whatever those are, that it lines up with the word of God. At some point in time, BCU fam, we all have to stand before God, myself included. And if God has given his people a direction and, and how to conduct ourselves in certain situations, and we do the opposite of that and continue to walk in that, that opposite way uh, to conform with the world, then we can jeopardize our place in the kingdom of heaven. So we have to balance the, the, the rights that we feel that we have here on this earth with what the word of God says. And we have to trust that God is going to work things out. We're, you know, this world is not here to stay as much as, as uh, many <laughs> enjoy what's here and, and we are fighting for certain things and on all of that. And again, we have to do that to a degree. As people of God, we also know that there is a limit and that at some point in time, the Lord is going to come and he's going to set all of this straight. He's going to take care of everything because he's perfect in all of his ways. So his kingdom is going to come and his will is going to be done. We just want to be on the right side of Jesus. Amen. Amen. BCU fam. That's, that's, that's everything. That's everything. And you know, I, I would say your bottom line is, is that we've got to go back to first Corinthians chapter 13 and we have to make sure that we are doing what God said as far as love is concerned. And it's patient, it's kind, it's long-suffering. Um, it doesn't rejoice in iniquity, but it does rejoice in the truth. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things. Um, so, you know, when we think about love, we're supposed to be patient toward one another, and we're supposed to be kind and tender-hearted. That's what our job is to do. And if we are doing what God said to do, BCU fam, then he will take care of the rest. And whether that means that someone is, is, is held accountable for what they weren't supposed to do, God's going to take care of that. See, the awesome thing about Jesus is, is that he knows all of these things that are happening. He's aware of, of what's going on. It, it, it hasn't escaped him. And he... When he doesn't choose to intervene right straight away, there's a reason for that. There's a reason. And if he had chose to intervene, then at the time for this brawl or anything else, he would have done so. And, and, and I believe that he did intervene at one point. What I'm saying here is that we don't want to override um, and we don't want to go past what God has allowed to happen. And, and we don't want to avenge ourselves. The Bible lets us to know, you know, avenge not yourselves, but uh, rather give place to wrath because uh, the Lord is our avenger. I will repay, say the Lord. He knows what happened. He knows who the motives. He knows the intent. And he will balance the scales and he'll do it in his way and his timing. We just need to trust that that is what he's doing and make sure that we're in right standing with him. All right, BCU fam, this is a tough one. This is a tough one. Let's pray. Father, in your name, Jesus, as we come before you today, Lord, we just thank you for another opportunity to hear what it is that you're saying, to ponder the word of God and to ask you to shine a spotlight on all of us to make sure that we are in right.